0: Getting into some stuff, I am. Um, put up your right hand, replete out, replete, repeat after me. I have the life of God in me. Okay, number one, we're inside, but use your outside voice, please. I have the life of God in me, I have the love of God in me. <clears throat> Come on now, I have his nature and I have his ability. Therefore, 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 therefore. I'm more than a conqueror through him. That loved me. He still does love me. He will continually love me. That is Christ Jesus. Speak to my heart. Manifest yourself in me today. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, Pastor has been talking about fireplace. And I've been thinking about that. And I want to talk to you about igniting your fire place. Not a fireplace that's in, up against the wall, but your fireplace. And as we get into this, uh, you're going to see it unfold. So again, we have bedrock truths. Number one, God cannot lie. Amen. Uh, his word is true. We can trust in him. Amen. Jesus is the same yesterday and forever. Come on now. And as he is, so are we right now. So uh, starting off in uh, Hebrews chapter 11, um, verse 1, we're going to start with the passion because it's so good. And it is called the power of bold faith. Right. right? Not just some faith or a faith or hope to be faith. No, no. The power of bold faith. It says now faith brings their hopes into reality. What are you hoping for today? Faith is going to bring that and make that into your real, into your reality. It becomes a foundation needed to acquire the things that we long for. What is it that you really long for? What is it you want? Could you imagine if Jesus
1: came up to you right now and said, what do you want? What do you want right now? Right now? Well, I need to pray about it. No. No. It should be right there. Right here, it should be at the top of your... What do you want? (laughs) What do you need? It is all the evidence required to prove what is
0: still unseen. Verse 2, this testimony of faith is what previous generations were commended for. Verse 3, faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's words. Amen. We know that. Listen to this. He spoke, and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is unseen. He spoke, and the invisible realm gave birth to everything that you can't see. So back in uh, Genesis 1.26, when God said, "Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, let them have dominion," He spoke. And the invisible realm gave birth to all that is unseen. If he said that, let them have dominion, he spoke, we have it now. Whether or not we operated in it, well, that's on us. But it's in here. Amen? And did you notice that he said, um, let them have dominion over the sea, fowls, cattle, earth, every creeping thing, but not each other? Isn't that something? We're not supposed to dominate one another. How can you dominate somebody when
1: you're supposed to love them? Just saying. And this is funny. Um, and, oh, yeah. And no,
0: this part isn't funny, but the next part is going to be funny. It is. But not, not this. But in, in uh, Hebrews eleven six, 6, it says, without f- And without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. So you should have a living faith in you. Right? We believe this word. We believe the word is true, right? We believe that Jesus is alive. We, we believe that the Holy Spirit is alive. We believe that God is alive and living, but take a step further in us, right? And, and so, um, for we come to God in faith knowing. We know some things. We know some things. Number one, he is real and he rewards The faith of those who passionately seek him. He rewards those that passionately seek him. That's us. Why are we, if not, why will we be here on a Sunday morning when it's so nice outside? We're passionate about this. It's real to us. It's, you know, I was talking to Pastor last week and I said, you know what? Um, Being a Christian is like being a human being. To be a human, you have to breathe air in order to survive. To be a Christian, you need to read this word. You need to do all that that is encompassed with that. Come to church, right? And, And like iron sharpens iron, sharpen one another up. Provoke one another into good works. Stir each other up, right? And so I looked up passionate. Because, of course, you, you want to. It is it's, it's a feeling of intense enthusiasm towards or compelling desire for someone or something. Passion, a feeling of intense enthusiasm. Are you intense, intensely enthused about coming to church?
1: Are you fired up? I am. I enjoy it. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Praise the Lord. And this is the funny part.
0: Now, here's the funny part. Um, Joanne started this morning with the verse that I'm getting ready to start with. And I thought, look at that. Because, you know, when you're putting together a message, you, you want to have these little things to make sure that, okay, am I on track? Is this right? Right? Is this, is this the right word for the right people at the right time? Right? And is this right for me? And so it's uh, Psalms 122, verse 1. I was glad when they said unto me, let's go into the house of the Lord. I was glad. I wasn't sad.
1: I was happy. Let's go to church. Woo! We get to go to church. What an opportunity. Right? Amen. Uh,
0: Let's go to Psalms 42, please. Again, we're going to be talking about igniting your
1: fire space place. Not a fireplace. You got a fireplace at home. You can ignite that anytime you want. But this here is yours. Um, Psalms 42,
0: verse 1. As a heart pants after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after you, O God. My soul thirsts for God. Your mind, your will, and your emotions thirsting for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? You see what's going on here? He's just saying, when can I come and, be, and appear before you? Um, in the new uh, international NIV version, it says,
1: when can, I, when can I go and meet with God? When? When? Anytime we want. He's in us. But he's talking about corporately. When can we do this together?
0: Verse 3, my tears have been my meat all, all uh, day and night, while they continually say unto me, where is your God? People say that. So where's your God now? Blah, blah, blah. Right? But verse 4, when I remember these things, and I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitude, but I went up with them to the house of God with, the house, with a voice of joy and praise and with a multitude that kept the holy day. That's what we do. We make a decision. We make a choice. We are going to praise the Lord. New Living, it says in verse 1, As a deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God.
1: When can I go and stand before him? When can I go and stand before God? When's Sunday coming? When's Thursday coming? When can we come and stand before
0: God? That's really what it should be. We, not I, but we. Corporate Living Bible, verse four. It says, "Take courage, my soul. Do you remember those times? But how could you ever forget them when you led a great when you led a great procession to the temple on festival days? Do you remember the last time God touched you so much you couldn't even mm, couldn't stand it, couldn't handle it? It's like God, you're well. Come
1: on, that goes back to Malachi. Oh God, you're too much." Oh, you're blessing me. Or those times
0: when God is tickling you from the inside and you can't help yourself. You feel this good, good, dude. And you just start laughing. What are you laughing at church for? Well, if God's tickling you,
1: ease up. Maybe you need it. Could be down a quart or two. <laughs> Do you remember those times, and how could you
0: ever forget them? When you led a great procession to the temple on festival days, singing with joy, praising the Lord. Why then be downcast? Why be discouraged and sad? Hope in God, yet I shall praise him again. Stir yourself up. Why? Because I want to praise him again. And yes, I shall again praise him for his help. And he's, come on, who's a helper in a time of need? There's only one. Glory. Psalm 63. All right, I'm too excited already. Should I pray for Eeyore anointing? Oh, well, turn into Psalm 63 if you feel like it. I know it's a lot of pages to go over there. I couldn't even fake that if I tried. Ha! Ah! Ah! Ha! Anyways, Psalm 63, are you there? Glory. Hallelujah. Oh, God, you are my God. mm This is verse 1. Early will I seek you, my soul. My mind, my will, my emotions thirst for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Why? To see your power and your glory. So as I've seen you in the sanctuary, so I've seen you here, so I've seen you over at One Ten Thorn, so I've seen you at some Holy Ghost meetings. I will just make your socks go up and down. Glory to God. Do you remember? Come on. Now. Do you remember when um, Vicki Jameson Peterson was here? Woo-hoo-hoo! And she had, she's standing up there and said, here, read out of, read this chapter and a book of Acts, and nobody could do it. I remember watching
1: Larry hop across the stage. Oh, yeah. Powerful stuff. Times where we're sitting in the presence of the Lord,
0: and he just came and sat on people. Nobody moved for like 20 minutes. Not even a child. Nobody. People didn't even... Because s- s- some people do not like quiet, Right? They, they have to give a tongue or something, they, but they can't be quiet. But this, come on, when God shows up, it's just like, whoa. And we're just sitting there going, whoa. Nobody wanted to move.
1: And like nobody even like turned their heads. It was just like, he's here. He's here. And I was so, but he says that was then. Get ready for this is now. Get ready for this is now. Verse two,
0: to see your power and your glory, so I've seen you in the sanctuary. Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Woo! That's what I bless you while I live. I lift up my hands in your name. My soul, my soul shall be satisfied with marrow and fatness. My mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. And I always say, hey, if your lips aren't joyful right now, repeat verse four. Just repeat verse four. That's what I bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. Come on! I'm not feeling too joyful. Well, oh, bless the Lord, O oh, my soul, and all that's within me. Bless your holy name. Didn't we sing that today? I'm talking to you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for your support. Wake her up. Dana! <laughs>
1: Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go to Matthew chapter 3, please. Glory to God. It's good to be here and it's good to be, it's good to have you here. Really? No, it's really good. Thank you for coming.
0: I know it's like, you know, going to church is supposed to be, you know, they say that it's your reasonable service. It's what you're supposed to do. But thank you. Thank you for coming. Sometimes, you know, because sometimes when things are expected of you, um, thanks usually doesn't happen because it's, it's what you're supposed to do. But it's good to thank people. Thank you. Thank you. Ken,
1: thank you. You could have stayed home, but you didn't. You came. You guys could have stayed home, but you didn't. You came. So thank you.
0: Praise the Lord. Matthew
1: 3.11.
0: Jesus speaking. He said, I indeed baptize you with water and to repent it. Oh, Jesus. No, it wasn't. It was John the Baptist. Nobody even, nobody even corrected me. He's just sitting there going, ah! Yeah, he said, I indeed baptize you with water into repentance, but he that comes after me is mightier, mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear, but he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. This is what I want to talk about your fireplace because he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. That's two different things right? And the message says, I'm baptizing you here in the river, turning your old life in for a kingdom life. The real action comes next. The main character in this drama, compared to him, I'm a mere stage hand. He will ignite the kingdom life within you. He will ignite the kingdom life within you. He will ignite the fire on the inside of you. He will get you so fired up Come on. That's what I'm talking about. Ignite your fireplace. Let him ignite you today. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He will ignite the kingdom life within you, a fire within you, the Holy Spirit within you, changing you from the inside out. So you can't do nothing to, to, to do
1: this, to make this happen, except for show up and let him. Come on. Mm-hmm.
0: Passion says uh, in verse 11, he will submerge you into a union with the spirit of holiness with a raging fire, not just a little. Come on, you, you, you watch what's going on out in, in BC. There's some raging fires going on out there. Nobody can stop it. He's gonna ignite you with a raging fire that nobody's gonna stop. Nobody's gonna put it out. There's not enough asbestos in this world to put out the fire that God's gonna have inside of you. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Come on, all you gotta do is show up. Yeah. Woo! So I questioned, I had a question. What is a fireplace? Of course, because we're talking about fireplaces. So, what is a fire sp- play, space fireplace? place. Well, it, a fireplace is a structure designed to maintain a fire. I know it's deep. But it, but it, but it's <laughs> it's a structure designed to maintain a fire. Our fireplace is where the fire of God can be t- contained. As living stones, we are that structure. See? we're living stones created to house the fire of god on the inside of us of course we're going to go
1: to first peter chapter 2 verse 5 please cuz we are living stones living stones we're alive first peter 2:5 let me know when you're there i got to get there myself all right of course you would be. You're so fast. Second <laughs> uh, Peter, no. First Peter, two
0: five. All right. You also, as li- as lively stones, are built up into a spiritual house. It's a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. <laughs> new king james says it this way you also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house you're build, being built up a fireplace a new living says you are living stones that god is building into his spiritual temple you are living stones that god is building into his spiritual fireplace getting this the message: Present yourselves as building stones for the construction of a sanctuary or a fire a fireplace, vibrant with light, with life, in which you'll serve as holy priests. You will serve why? Because you're fired up, and you are deputized to serve, right? As holy priests, offering Christ-approved lives up unto God. That's pretty cool. Of course, passion. Come and be as living stones who are continually being assembled into a sanctuary, into a fireplace.
1: Continual. Every day. Continual. I like that. That's pretty cool. Um, First Corinthians 3.16. Let's go there. Yeah, we got time. 1 Corinthians
0: 3.16, please. A lot of these verses you know, but based on igniting your fireplace, this is what we want to do. We
1: want to get you fired up. Hallelujah. It's a good place to be. 1 Corinthians 3.16, don't you know you not that
0: you are the temple of God. The Holy Spirit of God dwells in you. He dwells in you, lives in you dwells in you, habitates in you, feels at home in you. Huh? I like this in the in new living. It says, don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God. See, we all have a part to play. We're living stones. Yes.
1: To build a temple. But I like this in, in the new living where it says together, we need one another. Come on, a threefold cord is not easily broken. That's why we need each
0: other. Um, passion, don't you realize that together you have become God's inner sanctuary, that the Spirit of God makes his permanent home in you? Together? Together? He's, right now, as this congregation is together, he's making his permanent home in us.
1: If one to put a thousand to flight, Two put 10,000 a flight. Let's do the math. Glory to God. Man, it's, it's amazing what God can do in us. For us, on purpose. Because he wants to. Um, just go
0: over a couple of pages to uh, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, please. Hmm. Verse 19. What? it's almost like a slap. (sniffs) What? (laughs) Get yourself together. (laughs) He says, don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? In other words, shake yourself up. Shake this thing off of you. Don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost? Which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own. For you are bought with a price, therefore glorify
1: God in your body. Fire yourself up. The glory. Fire. Is it glorify God
0: in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Amen? The message says, or didn't you realize that your body is a sacred place? The place of the Holy Spirit.
1: It's Sacred. Sacred.
0: Passion. Have you forgotten that your body is now the sacred temple of the spirit of holiness who lives in you? You don't belong to yourself any longer for the gift of God. The Holy Spirit lives inside your sanctuary. This is a
1: sanctuary. That's amazing. Your sanctuary, your place, your fireplace. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Jesus said in in John 17, uh, the glory,
0: his prayer, Father, the glory you gave me, I give to them. That same glory that God gave to Jesus, he gave it to us.
1: What did he do? He went about, number one, he went about doing good. He went about doing good. He didn't go about complaining. He didn't go about picketing, staging a walk. No, he went about doing good, healing all. That's his thing. Come on. Woo! All those that are oppressed of the devil. Why? For God is with him. Ignited. He was lit for service. So what did the glory look like? Let's go to uh, Ezekiel chapter 1, please. Right after Lamentations. How many people read that book? Just saying. Uh, are you did you find Ezekiel okay
0: sometimes you know some of those books you just kind of you ruffle the pages and then you you kind of just sit down and and look at the screen up here just fake it <laughs> come on I've done that try to look all holy remember when George Moss was coming when he used to come and it would get really just peaceful right you can't stay mad when George is around. Oh no! I got to do a big argument one time I'm on the way to church with Shirley, <laughs> and I'm sitting there just frying. My bacon was being fried. Like I was mad, and then George just came by and just put his hand on my shoulder and was like, "Okay, I'm an idiot, and I'm sorry." <laughs> 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 you, know, you just can't stay mad, man. Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 27. I saw as a color of amber, as the appearance of fire round about within it, from the appearance of his loins upward, and from the appearance of his loins downward, I saw as it were the appearance of fire. And it it had brightness round about it, and as the appearance of of a bow that is in the cloud, a rainbow, in the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness round about him. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. He said, this... Fire up, fire down. This is what the, the appearance of the likeness of the glory of God is. New Living says, from what appeared to be his waist up, he looked like gleaming
1: amber. Remember those old blacksmiths? Ching, ching, and that, that, that glowing metal? Come
0: on. Gleaming amber, flickering like fire. From his waist down, he looked like a burning flame, shining with splendor. All around him was a glowing halo, like a rainbow, shining in the clouds on a rainy day. This is what the glory of the Lord looked like to me. Listen to this NIV. I saw from what appeared to be his waist up, he looked like glowing metal as a full of fire that was uh, that... That from there down he looked like fire, a brilliant light surrounding him. The appearance of a rainbow in the clouds on a rainy day, so was the radiance around him. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of God. That same
1: glory that was in Jesus is now in us. The hope of glory. Come on. Yeah. From the waist up, from the waist down, fire. That's your fireplace. But if we don't ignite it, then it's just like a coal. Coals are no good in a bag. You fire them bad boys up and you're smoking some
0: ribs, man. Go ahead.
1: They talk about that sweet-smelling savor. Woo-hoo. Hallelujah. Psalms 104, please. Ignite the fire because it's in you. Light it up. Light it up. What did I say? Psalms 104. Yeah. It's funny you picked that song. Verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul. I'm telling you. Don't you love
0: it when the praise and worship goes together with the message? Yeah. Come on, Ashton. That happens all the time. Just hooked up. Why? Because together, together. And it's not because we called each other and said, oh, what you got? What you got? What you got? No. You you just show up and you flow because we're already connected, right? And it just, just happens all the time. So, it says, bless the Lord, O my soul. Oh, 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 Lord, my God, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with honor and majesty. You cover yourself with light as with a garment. You stretch out the heavens like a curtain. Who lays the beams of his chambers in the waters? Who makes the clouds his chariot? Who walks on, upon the wings of the wind? Who makes his angels, spirits, and his ministers a flaming fire? Who makes his ministers a flaming fire? New Living, it says, the winds of your messengers, flames of fire are your servants. That's us. Passion. And all your ministers become flames of fire. So if you're a minister of the Lord, realize You are not alone. Uh, realize that you got fire on the inside of you. You got fire on the outside of you from the loins up, from the loins down. And on the inside, residing inside of you is the
1: glory of God. Who's going to mess with you? Who's going to mess with you? <laughs> I don't think so. Second Timothy. Timothy! Timothy! You're the first one, though. Second Timothy, please. And we're going to go to chapter one hmm. Verse six: "Wherefore I,
0: I, I, I put you into remembrance as you stir up the gift of God which is in you, but I putting on in my hands, stir up. Stir yourself up. And if you have to, lay hands on yourself. Come on. It's happened. I've been feeling sicker than a dog. I lay hands on myself and it's like, hey, look around for an usher. (laughs) Somebody catch me. (laughs) So I think I'll sit down and do it. (laughs)
1: Praise the Lord. He says, stir up the gift of God, which is in you by the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear.
0: He hasn't given us a spirit of fear. No fear here. No, love, come on now. But power, love, and a sound mind. New Living says, this, this is why I remind you to fan into a flame. Come on. In order to get your coals lit, you got to fan that. You got to blow on those coals till they get fired up. Fan into flames, a spiritual gift. God gave you when I laid my hands on you, for God has not given us a spirit
1: of fear or timidity, but a power of love and self-discipline. Self-discipline. I can say no to that third piece of cake. You caught that. Yes, I said
0: third. Come on. I'm disciplined enough that I know after three pieces, you know, that, that sugar rush that you get up in there.
1: It's not good. Why? I've had my senses honed. You work on that. This is a walk of faith. Sometimes you walk and you step a little bit too far.
0: And I was like, oh, I went too far. So let's back it off at three. Praise the Lord. Oh, yeah. All right. Nobody else in this room besides Tim and I have done this. You're going to leave me hanging? Glory to... James! Thank you! I see that hand. Come on! Woo! The mighty three. The mighty three. Stopping at two. <laughs> I see that hand, John. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And the message just says, a special gift of ministry you receive when I lay hands up on you and prayed, keep that ablaze. Keep it ablaze. Keep it. Don't let it, don't let it. Sometimes we, you know, you, you just let your, you let your wood get a little bit wet. And it happens. But that's why we need, to, why we need each other for when the, those times come. And they do come. Come on. We're humans having a spiritual experience, and sometimes stuff happens. Jesus even said, you know, uh, it's, it rains on the just and the unjust, but you know, be of good cheer. <laughs> be of good cheer. Mm hmm. Uh huh. Amplified, it says, This is why I would remind you to stir up and rekindle the embers of the f- and fan the flame of and keep burning the gracious gift of God. What
1: did God give you? Absolutely everything. But then you you, you start thinking about the the, the gifts that he gave you.
0: The gifts and the callings are without repentance. So whatever he gave you, he didn't change his mind. For some of you that are watching on TV, you think, oh, uh, how could God ever use me after what I've done? How big is God? He's big. He will use you. He used me. I took him into places I know he didn't want to go. When I was on the road playing in bars, seedy. <laughs> this one place we played in, the shower was so bad I had to take my, I had to get my shoes on
1: because they were those, you know, those wooden lots of wood that was, that was on the floor. Oh yeah. 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 And it was whatever. Praise the Lord. Living
0: Bible says, this being so, I want to remind you to stir into flame the strength and the boldness that's in you. Isn't that cool? See, there's strength and boldness. So if you're feeling timid, stir it up that, hey, you know what? I'm strong on the Lord and the power of his might. I like Pastor Gary Bightley, he told me, he taught this a long, a couple of years back when he's at our church or 110. Uh, strong in the Lord and the and the power of his mightiness. His mightiness on the inside of you.
1: Just wanting to burst out. But let them. Amen. So, have you ever been discouraged while we're doing this? Oh, you're supposed to be fired up. How come you're not fired up? Disappointed. When, God, when. Frustrated. (laughs) How about this one? Mad at God. Come on. Yeah, tell the truth. Shame the devil. Um, Turn to Psalm 73. Asaph was having a bad day.
0: People have them, you know. Come on. You're waiting for, you know, God gave you a promise, and it was, you know, confirmed by two or three witnesses. People come up to you and say, yep, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Man, I felt it.
1: I felt the word of the Lord come. And it was confirmed by a bunch of different people. And there you were. And there you wait. And it still hasn't happened.
0: And you're going, when God, when, why God, blah, 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 blah. Well, this guy had the same kind of thing going on. And in Psalm 73, verse 1. Truly, God is good to Israel. He's good to us, too. Even uh, to such as are of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well near slipped. In other words, he almost backslid. Almost gave up. For I was envious at
1: the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Well, how come they're getting away with it? Who says they're they're getting away with it? Who said they're getting away with it? But sometimes we look at the wealth of the wicked
0: and we see, well, these guys can go out and party and do all this stuff. And you're telling me I can't, well, why not? There ha- <laughs> <I've had> a- <laughs> I remember talking back, back in youth group days and, you know, I was telling my testimony and all that stuff, all the partying,
1: well, you had your fun. So you're telling me I can't go have my fun. Well, it wasn't fun. It was fun for a minute. It starts out fun. But then when you want to quit and you can't? Uh no.
0: Then when you say you see everything around you leaving? Oh, that's not fun.
1: Right? You go on your second marriage? Oh, that's not fun. No. Slap yourself. Verse 17. 16. When I thought to know this,
0: it was too painful for me. When he when he when he thought about all of this stuff, it was just too painful. But verse 17, until I went to the sanctuary of God, then I understood their end. See, you've got to get back. You gotta what happened? He had to go get himself refired back into the sanctuary. This church and any church that you go to that you are a part of should be your filling station. That's where you go to get your (sighs) back on track again, because sometimes we get off track, because
1: stuff happens, right? And you're amidst the, you know, this, that, and the other thing, and it's just like, oh, man, glory to God. But God,
0: listen to this in, in the Passion. It says, no one can deny it. God is really good to Israel and to all those with pure hearts, but I nearly missed seeing it for myself. Here's my story. I nearly missed losing it all. I was stumbling over what I saw the wicked doing. For when I saw the boasters uh, with such wealth and prosperity, I became jealous over their smug security. You know anybody with a lot of money?
1: I do. And they're miserable. They're miserable. Because they're thinking, okay, who's going to take me today? Who's going to try to rip me off?
0: Or who's going to try to use me because they know I have money? Mm Mm-mm. He says, for when I saw the bolsters with such wealth and prosperity, I became jealous over their smug security, indulging in whatever they wanted, going where they wanted, doing what they wanted, with no care in the world, no pain, no problems, they seem to have it made. They lived as though life would never end. You know people like that? I know a lot of people like that. But then they look at me and say, how come you're so happy? I'm miserable. Verse 17, but then one day, one day, I was brought into the sanctuaries of God. And I, I was thinking about that. It says, I was brought into the sanctuaries of God. Somebody had to drag him in because he was a mess. Some of our friends, we're going to have to drag them back in here. People that you know that have backslidden, drag them back in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He says, I was brought into the sanctuaries of God and in the light of glory, my distorted perspective vanished. When you bring them in, their distorted perspective is going to vanish. Why? The light has come. Darkness flees. All those things that were tormenting them because of the fire that's
1: in you and me will deliver them. Then I understood that the
0: destiny of the wicked was near. Verse 25, who have I in heaven but you, God? Come on, here's your heart. You're all I want. No one on earth means as much to me as you. Lord, so many times I fail. I fall into disgrace, but when I trust in you, I have a strong and glorious presence protecting me and anointing me. Forever, you are all I need. He's protecting you. He's a, come on, he's anointing you. Every time you mess up, come to the sanctuary of the Lord, get fixed,
1: get lit, and go about your business. Amen. Forever you're all I'll need,
0: but I'll keep coming closer and closer to you, Lord Yahweh, for your name is good to me. I'll keep telling the world of your awesome works, my faithful and my glorious God. Huh? How could you not but get fired up? Huh? How could you not but get your your fireplace ignited when you when you start doing that, when you start having a heart towards him? Because his heart's already towards you. And then almost, you're like two sticks. Fire it up.
1: Spark into a, into a flame. It's amazing. Jeremiah chapter 20. Jeremiah was not a bullfrog. <laughs> Jeremiah chapter 20. Hallelujah. Ever get mad at God
0: and say, look at verse 9. Then I said, I'll not make mention of him.
1: I'm not even going to speak anymore in his name. But, but, (laughs) his word was in my heart
0: as a burning fire. See, that word, all that word that you put in is in you. All that word that you put into your kids is in them. Come on, don't matter where they go. No matter what they're doing, there's word that is, come on, incorruptible seed that is in our kids. No matter where they think they're, they think, quote unquote, think they're going, oh, no, 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 no. no God is going to funky their chicken. <laughs> Amen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, but his word was in my heart as a burning fire. Shut up in my bones. And I was weary with forbearing and I could not stay. I know that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? All right. New century. Sometimes I say to myself, I'll forget
1: about the Lord. Forget him. I waited long enough. My genie didn't come through. He didn't fulfill my grocery list the way I thought. Anyways.
0: Sometimes I say to myself, I'll forget about the Lord. I will not speak anymore in his name. But then his message becomes like a burning fire inside of me, deep within my bones. Come on! That thing starts to chug and churn and starts Fourth of July going off on the inside of you. Bam! He says, but then his message becomes like a burning fire inside me, deep within my bones. I get tired of trying to hold it in, and finally I cannot hold it I got to let it go.
1: You ever get around a bunch of people speaking doubt and unbelief, and all of a sudden it was just like, okay, that is not God. That is not the God I serve. The God I serve is good. He did not put that sickness on
0: you. Come on. He did not put that sickness on you. I'm going to lay this hand on you.
1: <laughs> but God did not do that. I did that. <laughs> I'm about to slap you. Hallelujah. Sometimes you just can't. You can't hold it back. Um, job chapter 32. Anybody else before they got saved thought that was Job? I used
0: to think, yeah, yeah. me too, I thought it was a job. Dude, (laughs) were you unemployed? (laughs) Like, what kind of name is that? (laughs) Anyways, yeah. Um, Job 32, verse 18.
1: For I am full of matter. The spirit within me constrains me. Verse 19. Behold,
0: my belly is as wine, which has no vent. It is ready to burst like new bottles. You get so full of this word. NIV, I'm full of words. The spirit within me compels me. Have you ever been compelled? Yeah. Where it's just like, you know what? I need to go talk to this person. If I don't, I will blow up. For real. It's just like, you got that... Deep, you're, like, If you don't, they're like, this is your one and only mission right now. Is that person that you need to talk to right now. He said, I'm full of words. The spirit within me compels me. Inside, I'm like bottled up wine, like new wineskins ready to burst. I must speak and find relief. I must open my lips
1: and reply. See, if you don't say something, you're not going to find any relief. You got to say something. Message, of course. I got a lot
0: to say, and I'm bursting to say it. The pressure has built up like lava beneath the earth. I'm a volcano ready to blow. I have to speak. I have no choice. I have to say what's on my heart, and I'm going to say it straight. The truth, the whole
1: truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me, God. Please do. And he does. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: So this was why in in Romans 10, uh, 9 and 10, it says, if you confess the Lord Jesus, (laughs) with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. But you have to say something.
1: You'll be saved. Does that mean that you can actually light yourself up as well? By saying that? Jesus. Come on, I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart. Jesus is in here. The fire of God is in here. I can do those things that God has called me to do. And I will. Because he said so. For with the heart, one believes
0: into righteousness. With the mouth, confession is made into salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. And I like this in a passion. Whoever believes in him will never be disappointed. Never, 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 never. Will you be disappointed?
1: That's not the God we serve. Can you handle a couple more verses? Okay. Hmm. Romans chapter 14. Hallelujah. Are you fired up yet? Are you awake? Are you here? Yep. Okay. Just checking.
0: We talk about the, these, this set of verses a lot here. Uh, and it's in, in uh, Romans chapter 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink by righteousness,
1: peace and joy in the holy ghost. All three. Well, I'm going to take the righteousness and the peace, but I'm not having no joy. Forget that. You people are too happy. Get away from me. Well, <laughs> you're that happy church. For he that is in these things serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved of
0: men. Verse 19, let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace. Huh? Let me say that a little slower. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and the things wherewith you, uh, one may edify one another. Edify.
1: Edify. Build them up. Amen. The message. Kingdom of God is not, isn't a matter of
0: what you put in your stomach for goodness sake. It's what God does with your life. What
1: is he going to do with your life when you let him? Amen. As he sets it right, he puts it together. He
0: completes it with joy. Your task is to single-mindedly serve Christ. Do that, and you'll kill two birds with one stone. Number one, pleasing the God above you and proving your worth to the people around you. Isn't that cool?
1: Pleasing God and pleasing your worth to the people around you. So let's agree to use all our energy in getting along with each other. Well, Jerry Savell said this um, When you let Jesus
0: be Lord over your life and do what he says, he will lead you into the things so great, things that you never thought possible. Being a Christian is not about what you eat or drink or don't eat or don't drink. It's rather, how can we, by our lifestyle of stirring up righteousness, joy, and peace, edify one another or build each other up to accomplish great things? It's about knowing that you are right with God and and you are righteous because He, God, made you that way, made in His image and in His likeness. So whatever God is asking you to do today, know for sure that you are well able to
1: do it. No, this for sure. You're well able to do it. Put your faith in the Christ in you and just do it.
0: God is setting you up for success. Whatever you're going through has a time limit and it has a lifespan. Whatever you are going through has a time limit and it has a a lifespan. So don't quit and position yourself to receive. Amen? Last verse. 1 Timothy 6.12. Fight the good fight of faith. Come on. Lay hold on eternal life, where, where thou, uh, whereunto you are called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. Like this is new century. Fight the good fight of faith, grabbing hold of the life that continues forever. And you were called to have that life when you confessed a good confession, the good confession before many witnesses. What's your good
1: confession today? My God can do absolutely everything through me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was ministering to a friend of mine uh, uh, uh,
0: a couple years ago. Uh, one of the guys that, that I was in the Metal Witch Band with, um, he has this other band, and I, uh, I went to go see him a couple years back in, in Windsor. And they, the band was Mars, middle rock stars. I thought that was the greatest name for a band, Middle-Aged rock stars. So the, the 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 guitar player he posted this thing just the other day on Facebook saying that he partied so much his liver is shot, but he's now saved. So I had a chance to reach out to him, and I'm talking to him, and we're going back and forth, and, and you know because I said, man, listen, God's got parts. God's got parts. There's promises that will fix your fix you right where you are. And then I was putting uh, we were putting a, one of the songs that we did on Thursday. Um, the Keith Morgue, the glorious here. And 30 seconds into that, Keith said, don't say that your liver is shot.
1: I sent that to him. And I said, dude, this guy did everything but call your name.
0: And, and like, he, he's just like, he's freshly saved. And he said, man, I am so stoned right now. Like, <laughs> like his mind was just blown, yeah. right? Because God would reach out to him with that word. And I said, dude, listen to this. I said, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, but it's rather the size of the fight in the dog. I said, you got this if you don't quit. And he said, man. And then I looked at his Facebook post and his, his, his page the next day. <laughs> it's not about the size of the fight in the dog. And I thought, man, he's getting this. He's got it. And I thought, Jesus. Come on, that's what we're supposed to do. So he got fired up. I got fired up. Come on. I was telling Dana and Joanne about this soul situation. Joanne and Annette, too. Sent them the email. I took a picture of it. And it's like, look at this. Come on. It works when you work it. But you got to work it.
1: Open your mouth. Ah, Jesus.
0: Okay, here's the last verse. Hebrews 13, verse 20. In the passion, but of course. Now may the God who brought us peace by raising the, from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ so that he would be the great shepherd of his flock. By the power of the blood of the eternal covenant, may he work perfection into every part of you, giving you all that you need to fulfill your destiny. May he express to you, And through you, all that is excellent and pleasing to him, through your life union with Jesus, the anointed one, who is to receive all the glory forever. Amen. Hallelujah.
1: We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord.
0: For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca.